of WGCH Radio. Good morning, good morning. Welcome to Fashion Friday. I've been saying the word fashion so much. It was just Fashion Week. <laughs> now I'm back for Fashion Friday. Um, got a great show today. Lots to talk about in the fashion industry. Um, I, of course, want to go over some of my Fashion Week highlights. I went to several shows. So Fashion Week New York has wrapped up. Uh, it has moved on to London. London Fashion Week is happening now. However, I'm not sure what is happening there because I do know the schedule is a little bit uh, has changed due to the Queen's funeral. So, yeah, so there's that, which I've been watching. I'm just absolutely obsessed every single day. I watch, there's a channel on YouTube that I watch. I, I don't remember the name of it, but it's like a news channel. There's two. There's one, it's an Australian news channel, and the other one is a British news channel. And I watch every day, like, the update. The BBC has the perfect position. Oh, they do? A little uh, glass-surrounded little booth that's right outside of the castle. Buckingham Palace? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The palace, I mean. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and... uh, I, I was watching the other day, and I thought, oh, this looks great. And I listened to the conversation. I said, oh, but the conversation's really not good. <laughs> they're they're very um, stiff. Oh, yeah. You know? Well, yes, 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 they are. Yeah. Yeah. Seeming to us anyway. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it's very, obviously, it's very stoic, and that's, I think that's by nature kind of how they are. So, And, of course, they're now talking about a funeral, so not that I expect them to be upbeat, but I know what you mean. It's um, So I've been watching every day. I've been watching, of course, just, I mean, all of it is, It's. it feels like I'm watching a movie. Like, it's hard to believe that all of that regalia is real. Um, and some of it is just absolutely beautiful. Some of the vigils and the things that they, the, just everything I'm watching, I'm like, wow, this looks like some, like people still do that. You know, the changing of the guards and all of that like actually happens because then that tells me, okay, so people are tr- still being trained for that and people practice that. That's not something you can just, okay, we're just going to do this. You know, you're, I'm just going to be an usher at a wedding and escort someone down the aisle. No, this is clearly like years and years of training and practice. I was even watching the pallbearers, the young men, because they were young men. And I thought, oh, these are young men. Like, I wonder what they're feeling or how their parents feel. You know, they were carrying the, the coffin, the casket on their shoulder. And I was watching the whole thing. I almost was holding my breath. You know, when they, I think they were bringing, when she was, she's now lying in state and they were bringing the, the casket in. And, you know, they had, were walking that little walk that they do. And then they had a slide. Like every little detail was really rehearsed and I thought oh my gosh they're ca-. like I'm watching it going oh my gosh and the crown's standing on top what if the crown's like you know <laughs> I mean you couldn't help but think what if you know something happened but they did a great job and I thought they must be sweating I mean they have to be talk about the stress and the pressure and then they're in those uniforms but um you know when they got to the it was like the surface where they were laying the coffin down I thought okay somebody's got to lift up the flag are they going to lift it up it's going to get caught underneath I mean I was just I'm always impressed with the way they go up and down stairs. Oh, with with the casket? <laughs> yes. Yes. That's, yes. That's amazing. It is amazing. Mm. And it's on an angle. Yes. And it's on their shoulder. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And the, I think it had a wreath on the top. It had like the flag. But then when they brought it into 
wherever she is now. I don't remember if she's in the the cathedral now or where. I it's I've been watching every day. I think she's in the cathedral now. I think well, where she, no the line of no? line of people to, to see her is in in the palace. I'm pretty still sure. Still in the palace. Okay. Or, and then Monday I know is the f- official funeral. Right. Yeah, I think it's still the vigil where people can mm-hmm. see her. Yeah. Right. So yeah, then they moved. They took the the uh, wreath off and put the crown on top. And I thought, oh my goodness, what? <laughs> so yeah. And then of course I've been looking at. Now I know they're wearing all black, but I have been looking at what Kate's been wearing. And what all the girls have been wearing, um, particularly the hats, because sometimes they have a hat and sometimes they don't. It seems like it's there must be sort of a dress code because when none of them are wearing hats or all of them are wearing hats. So I'm like, okay, there must be a dress code. I want to know who's in charge of that. (laughs) Who's in charge of the dress code? All right, girls, we're wearing hats today. So, Megan, did you bring one from California? If not, go see the local. (laughs) You know, like, who's in charge of that? What are hats? People called pil- pilners. Uh, uh, is that the wrong word? No. no. Uh, oh my gosh, I know this. Uh, milliner. Milliner. That's yeah, it. Yeah. Milliner. Yeah. 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 Which I'm sure there's plenty of in that neck of the woods. Mm. Um, so I have been watching. I've been. I, I love when they wear the little pillbox hat with the veil. I love that. Like the black little little black. It's like a net, like a half a net over mm-hmm. their eye. Mm-hmm. I, this is my favorite. It's so <laughs> Jackie O. I love it. Love it. Anyway, um, so, yeah, I don't know what's happening with London Fashion Week. I'm going to look into that probably today and see. I know a lot of shows were on pause. Some shows could not be just because, I mean, we're talking millions of dollars here that are, you know, planning and spending and creating and lots of jobs. Um, So I don't know if all designers, maybe they can go ahead with it if it's not Monday because Monday is the actual funeral. I don't know. But I know this schedule was changed around. So, Anyway, let's talk about highlights of what I saw, because I did go to several shows this past week, and last week, was it this week? It was the beginning of this week. My days are completely a blur, let me tell you, uh, because I was traveling last week, and I flew it back home, flew straight into New York. My husband and I jumped in our car and went straight to Manhattan to be engulfed in Fashion Week. It happened to be our wedding anniversary as well, so we had a lot to celebrate. Um, but it was good. It was good to be back in full swing. I must say, I was like, oh, here we are. Uh, I took my husband to his first fashion event. Yes. His first? Actually, not really his first, but it was his first presentation. So we didn't go to a full-blown runway show. It was a full-blown presentation, which is different. He's been to a runway show, and I think he's been to, like, other sort of events, different types of events where there's, like, a panel speaking or so different things fashion-related. But he had never been to this particular show, and it's one of my favorites. I took him to the Alice and Olivia presentation, which is a hot ticket. Okay, Mm. so everyone's there. There's lots of celebrities there. People are, you know, love to get in and try to get in. Um, You have to have a ticket. You have to be invited. And the line outside usually goes, like, around the block. Like, people are lining up to try and – even people with tickets. Now, I don't know – I'm not sure why, but um, thankfully I don't have to wait in that line (laughs) because that wouldn't work for me. But I do know – I've been going for many years. Um, You know, I I know them very well. I know the press office well and PR people, so – Thankfully, I don't have to wait in line. I am happy about that. So I walked up, and I was mistaken for someone, and it was so loud that I didn't hear what the girl said. I thought she said, are you so-and-so's friend? And the so-and-so is my friend. So I said, yes, and she then commented something else, and as she opened the the, uh, stanchion, and I said, I have a plus one, which was my husband, and we walked in. Afterwards, I said, oh, wait a minute. 
I thought she said one name. She said the uh, she said a different name. So I technically was not the person's friend she was talking about, <laughs> right? You cheated. No, I, no. And I was like, but it happened like so quick. You know, uh-huh. it was very like, like, and the names were like, you know, Dana and Deanna. She said, are oh. you, you know, Deanna's friend? And I said, yeah. And I thought she said Dana. It was an innocent mistake. So I went, and but again, I don't really, you know, I do have a ticket. It's not like I was getting in, well, that's a good you know. Point. Yeah. No, I did have yeah. a ticket. I had my invite. I had it all ready. So if anyone had stopped me, it would have been totally fine. But she was kind of like parting the crowd, like, no, no, let her in. Come in. Oh, dear. And yeah. And my husband went, wow, you really don't have to wait in line. I said, I told you. <laughs> and then I said, we got in. And I go, you know what? I, you know when you replay something someone just oh, sure. said? And you think, oh, that's not what she said. So anyway, it was a little, little it's, okay. it's okay. It's all good. I, again, I did have a ticket. I didn't do anything illegal. I didn't cheat. You know, so, uh, but it was fun. My husband was impressed that I just like walked up and got right in. <laughs> I thought, well, if, if ever there's a time that it could did, happen. Did you tell but, him this story? I did. Oh, yeah. okay. Afterwards. All right. I said, wait, I have to tell you something. I think she said a different name, but I, I assumed she said Dana, which is a girl that is my friend and that works for the company. Uh. She didn't say Dana. She's definitely said a different name. And and because she made a comment after that that made me go, wait, what? What? And then I just kind of – I was already in, so I kind of just kept going. It was a big crowd. They were kind of like, move it along, you know. Anyway, let's talk about the show. So the show was really fun, the presentation. It's basically um, little vignettes when you walk around. There's a lot of people, lots of music going. There's a DJ. There's a bar. They, they're making a specialty cocktail. Oh, it's great. It's great. Um, and then there's a step and repeat when you first walk in where you can take pictures if you want. It's not just for celebrities. I took a picture in front of the step and repeat. Um, and you kind of walk around. It's kind of like a horseshoe shape. And there's these little vignettes set up. And each one is completely different. So like little mini shows. And the models are standing there full set behind them. It looks like a movie set almost. You know, things are painted and crafted and designed. And each one is very different. So there was one that was lots of bold color, first of all. So there was a girl wearing like a, sat- like a saturated colors, like an orange, a turquoise, a pink, very bold colors. And again, this is for spring 2023. Um, and then the next vignette was all black and white. So everybody had on black and white, whether it was a jacket or pants, and everything behind them was black and white. Then there was another one that was um, softer colors, kind of like pinks and blues, very spring-looking flowers. Um, there was one vignette where the girl, there were probably, there's maybe like four or five or six models total in each vignette. And they're all kind of standing. They're not posed like a mannequin. They're kind of standing still, but they move a little bit, you know, especially if you take out a camera and they know you're taking a picture or a video. They they will look at you and they'll model for you, which I love. And I'm always like smiling at them like, yes. So um, there was one vignette. The girl had on a floral gown. The train was – now, this is not going to be something – I'm sure this was for the show only. I'm sure this won't actually be made, but a smaller version will be made. It had a huge train that draped all the way – I mean, it had to be 10 feet long. And it was all floral, floral, floral. And then there was a ginormous cake that looked like the dress, or the dress looked like the cake. I'm not sure which. And it was several tiers, almost like a big, giant wedding cake, but it was pink and all kinds of flowers – it was really cool. And then there were all like little mint. Now, I don't think these cakes were real. Obviously, they were props, but they looked very real. And there were all like other little decadent mini cakes everywhere. And all the other girls were in, you know, florals and pinks. It was very cool. Very cool. Um, and then there was another vignette that was all denim. 
So the walls were denim, big like uh, pieces of fabric denim. The girls were all in denim, on denim, on denim. Everything they had on was denim. And the one girl was sitting and she had these really cool long braids, uh, African-American girl, really like extra long. And I just thought it's perfect for this show. You know, it needs to be. And uh, she was beautiful. She had on denim blazer, denim vest, denim pants, even denim shoes. And she was sitting on a piano bench and the piano was denim. I kid you not. It was so cool. I was like, oh, look at the pianos, even denim. Obviously, they had wrapped fabric around it somehow. So, yeah, very cool presentation. Um, the point of it, again, it was a lot of color, uh, bright, saturated colors. There was lots of vegan leather, which I was – I'm so happy about vegan leather. I tell you, I'm coming to love it more and more. And why? Because if, you get, if you're wearing a vegan leather jacket, you can wear it in the rain. And it's a fraction of the price of real leather. And if you're vegan or you're, you know, with PETA, you're wearing vegan. So, um, yeah, you, I, have a, I have one, two, three, now three vegan trench coats. And you can wear them in the rain. Water just literally rolls right off. So I thought, oh, that's cool. So, um, yeah, there were lots, lots of that. The, the color palette was bold and very whimsical, the, uh, but still a lot of glamour. I felt she still does it. It's whimsical, but with glamour. So one of my favorite shows. Great, great, great time. All right. Uh, I wanted to also mention Christian Siriano. Okay, so Christian Siriano, I have a, a backstory, of course. First of all, he lives in Connecticut. He lives, I believe it's in Westport. I've, I've, I've read that it's in Westport, so that's, and I believe that because I saw him in Westport. Oh. Yes, so it was last summer or maybe the summer, definitely during the pandemic. I don't remember if it was last summer or the summer before. Basically, there wasn't, weren't many people out and about. <laughs> so I went to Balducci's up in Westport and it was the middle of the day and I stopped in there because I remember it wasn't crowded at all. And uh, yes, because we had masks on, I remember this. And there he was, right in the produce section, uh, immediately, because he's, you know, it's a specific look. He's got, wears these dark rim glasses. He's kind of smaller. He's got a specific haircut. And I was like, oh, there's Christian Siriano. And I get, I fangirl over people in the fashion industry. I, I've seen actors and actresses in L.A. and New York. I'll say, oh, that's and nice. Westport. And Westport. <laughs> but when there's someone in the fashion industry, I get, like, it makes my heart go pitter-patter. So I had to say hello. I just had to. And I, I never do that. So I kind of leaned in and said, hi, Christian. I just want you to, I just want to say I love your work. I'm a huge fan. And he said, oh, thanks, you know. <laughs> and I kept walking, and he, he went about his business. So I then stopped a few feet away and was getting, like, potatoes or something. And in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, I wish I were wearing a better outfit. (laughs) Not that he cared, but for me. So as I'm picking up my potatoes, I see out of the corner of my eye, he walks by me now, and he gave me a little (laughs) once-over. He kind of looked me up and down with a smile, not in a, you know, mean way. Kind of gave me a once-over and kind of kept walking. And then I was like, oh, I really wish I was wearing a better outfit. (laughs) But... I did have a cool bag. I did have a vintage Gucci bag, a crossbody bag. So I thought, all right, well, that saves my – I mean, I think I had, like, khakis and a T-shirt on, which I'm never in, like, a bad outfit. But it just wasn't anything exciting. So that's my story. All right, so in Fashion Week, this was one of my favorite shows. First of all, it was – the venue was Elizabeth Taylor's former mansion on the Upper East Side. Yes. So very old school glam. And that's his vibe. That's his DNA. Lots of um, ruffles and tulle and big puff sleeves. Picture Dior 
or Chanel or any of the big ateliers back in the 50s, those silhouettes, those very hourglass lady silhouettes where the tiny, tiny waist and then the big poofy, that's what his show was like. It was incredible. It was beautiful. Um, and it was, so it was very kind of salon style where people were sitting in what would have been, I guess, the living room and the parlor. There was a beautiful marble staircase. The models came down and they kind of walked through all of the rooms. Um, Janet Jackson was sitting front row, which was very cool. Um, so, yeah, it was just a really pretty show. I, it was one of my favorites. Uh, also, one of my favorites, Tommy Hilfiger. This was a big uh, talk of the town, as it always is. I'm glad he brought it back to New York. He kind of sometimes he holds his shows in different cities. So it was back in New York. I didn't attend this one, but I saw it online. I'm glad I didn't attend because it was pouring down rain. But apparently it was still very cool. Very kind of uh, 80s. There was a bit of a tribute to Andy Warhol factory. Um, Colors were, you know, it's that preppy with a twist. Very Tommy. But there was a definite twist. So I saw a lot of uh, varsity letter jackets. A lot of cardigans. Like uh, Letterman's cardigans. And there would be like a plaid. And then another plaid laid over it. So it was, it, that was the twist. It wasn't just like a plaid. It would be like a yellow plaid, like a bright yellow plaid on a black cardigan. And there would be like another pattern layered over it. Very cool. Um, but very definitely 80s driven. And uh, it was, I want to say this was bolder and brighter than his previous shows. There, I don't think there was anything that I wouldn't say conservative. It was very preppy, interesting, but yet not conservative. Like, how do you do that? Well, Tommy does that. <laughs> uh, very cool. So I liked it. I thought, um, and what I love about his shows is it's clearly a production. It's not just a fashion show. There were A-list stars. I mean, I think he had Travis Barker, you know, the drummer, who I think is uh, the now the husband of one of the Kardashians. Yes. Uh, he had, like, a drum solo in the beginning. He played drums, like, up on his stage, you know, banging away. And then the show started. He came down and sit, sat front row with Courtney, that's it, it's Courtney Kardashian, and with all these other celebrities, Chris uh, Jenner, and all these other people were there, and um, yeah, so it was a major production, you know, and all the models look very different, it's very diverse, so you really get to see the clothes on different body types, which I love. By the way, I don't mind when it's just models either, because they're tall and thin, and you really can see the clothes, that's the whole point of having tall and thin models, but I understand we're trying to be inclusive and show different things. So I appreciate it all, I will say. I don't mind when it's just tall models. I can still see the clothing, but I also don't mind when there's curves and different shapes and shorter gals and guys, and um, I don't mind when it's like that either. It's just, it gives it some interest, you know. Um, And then last, my favorite was um, Ula Johnson. This was one of my favorite. I love this brand. So she's not as popular as some of the other ones, but she's pretty big. I mean, you you can buy her stuff in Saks Fifth Avenue. Um, Ula was more about – it's interesting. She reminds me of other brands that I like, yet it's still so very different. So this show was actually in Brooklyn. It was in the Brooklyn – the – The Brooklyn Museum's Fine Arts Courtyard. It was really beautiful. So it was kind of very sprawling. And people were kind of sitting in little clusters. And then the models kind of walked through almost kind of like an X pattern. Yeah. Um, And for me, like when you look at this stuff, so there's Ula Johnson brand is very, very feminine. Ruffles and puff sleeves and 
peplums and flowy skirts. Nothing is tight or I, I wouldn't deem it sexy. I would say elegant. Um, so if you can imagine a brand like that. And then the colors were very kind of like earth tones, but yet not muted or neutral at all. They were still very strong. For example, some of the colors, I would call them like a cinnamon color or paprika or um, sage green was in the show. So very strong colors, just not, and and earthy colors, but not soft at all. Um, And lots of textiles. It was like a globe-trotting textiles. Um, Lots of prints and lace and tulle. Um, And I just thought it was beautiful. Again, the colors were rich. I felt there was lots of billowing shapes and lots of kind of feminine, feminine trim. So like very soft little lace on the end, little ruffles. One of my favorite brands. I have just a few pieces of hers. I'm trying to think. I recently bought a pair of boots too. But um, yeah, it's something I could see myself wearing more and more of. When I'm not, when I don't want to do color, that's the brand I'll look towards because it's still very much my aesthetic, which is very feminine, but yet it's in like more um, softer muted colors. And I just think she feel like she knows how to dress a woman for a woman's body. So, yeah, so those are a few of my favorite. Um, I saw lots of other shows, um, both in person and online, but those are probably my favorite. I wanted to turn a little bit more to pivot a little bit and talk about some of the fall must-haves. And here's the thing. So when I go to Fashion Week, I, you know my favorite thing to do is people watch, <laughs> of course. Um, I like to people watch because there's two, two things I'm looking for. One is usually like the editors, the influencers, the maybe even now the TikTokers, I don't know, but the people who are of influence, right, that are in the fashion industry, they're doing something, they're making a living doing something with the fashion industry of some sort. They're always in the latest and greatest. And they're, they're a step ahead. They're in what's coming. They're not even in – it's not even what's in stores now. It's what's coming, and I love that. And then there are the people that I like to look for that are true creators, I would call, I would say. So they're – they may be in the latest, greatest. They may not be. They may be in something completely vintage, but whatever they're in looks incredible. And I'll look at it and be like, you know, that's clearly vintage or that's clearly not in stores now. I, I mean, I can just tell. And it's a look that you haven't seen. So it's not any trend that's out now, but it looks so good. And I should say three three things. And then there's the third type of person that's just it's it's Halloween and they're getting dressed up and that's it. There's that too, um, which is always fun to look at. But you know, it's a little like I I don't know where you're going with that outfit or what it is. I mean, it's creative, yes, but sometimes it really just makes no sense. I don't understand it. I don't understand the whole naked thing, by the way. And this is one of the like, and by naked I mean like girls wearing a sheer slip dress with literally just a little teeny tiny pair of panties and that's it so it's you see everything and yeah I don't get that so that's one of the things I'm talking about it's like I get it I know sheer is a trend and listen on the runway I don't mind it because you're showing me the idea it doesn't mean it's literal so that part I don't get I'm also not about the sheer trend I don't I don't love it very it's very very often it doesn't work. And, and, you know, few times it does. But yeah, I see, I've seen this. I've seen this now. Girls with, I mean, I've seen it on red carpets too. Celebrities are doing it too. And I'm like, I don't get that. What happened to leaving something to the imagination? Am I just old? 
I don't know. Um, but yeah, I don't love that. So, so that's what I say. I saw lots of trench coats, by the way, which, you know, I was happy in all different color and all different patterns. Um, I saw lots of oversized blazers, which we love. I've talked about that here. Um, shoes. I saw, um, a lot of high heels, I was happy and lots of sparkle. It seemed like everybody had some sort of sparkle on their shoes, which I've talked about that here as well. Being a trend, it was nice to see. Um, I also saw lots and lots of maxi skirts. So from pleated to more fitted bodycon, skirts, the lengths were really, really, really long, which, again, I love. Um, And I'm going to talk about probably next week how all of this translate into how you can wear it for every day. And um, not just trends, but kind of what's in stores now. And uh, yeah, so I thought it was great. And I thought most of the things I saw was very interesting. I went to a presentation also that was in a hotel, in like a suite of a hotel. And that attracted some interesting ladies too, because it would happen to be a jewelry presentation. And um, the women that came in, everybody seemed to also be into tailoring. I saw a lot of like very tailored outfits, lots of pantsuits that were very tailored. Even when it was like oversized, it was still tailored. So I I really love what's happening now in the fashion world. You know, there's oftentimes where I'm kind of like, oh, so, so about it. Um, I like it. I think the return of dressing up has happened. It is here. I think the return of uh, obviously going to events is finally, we're here again. It feels like this season and this upcoming Um, Christmas season, holiday season, is going to really be back in full swing. And I think everybody's ready for it. I think uh, I had a conversation with my friend yesterday, and she said to me, well, I always overdress. And I said, you're preaching to the choir. Yes, I, I agree. I said, and I had a moment during the pandemic where obviously I was not dressing for anything. I was literally in pajamas for three, four days. And then I thought, I can't do this anymore. And I just started getting dressed to just sit in my house or sit on the front porch waiting for, you know, the Amazon guy or taking a walk, you know, when we were all stuck at home. It really got to me. Like, I don't like that feeling. I realized how much I love to get dressed and just put myself together, whether it's, you know, fancy or it's casual. I'm still putting myself together. So happy to say I felt like everyone at every venue, men and women, were dressed in, in their form of dressed up. So I can't end that on a better note. <laughs> so dress up. All right, that'll do it for this week's show. Join me next week. We are going to talk a little bit more about fall must-haves, and we'll start with what's in your closet. Join me next week on 1490 WGCH. AM 1490 and FM 105.5 WGCH Greenwich.
USA Radio News with Lance Pride. U.S. Federal Judge Raymond Deary has been chosen to become the special master and represent both sides in the Department of Justice. President Trump documents dispute. Countless mourners waited for hours Thursday in a line that stretched almost five miles across London for a chance to spend a few minutes filing past Queen Elizabeth II's coffin. The Biden administration for two years has ignored the invasion of illegal immigrants flooding the U.S.-Mexico border. Millions of people have entered the United States under Biden's watch, and lawmakers in Washington, D.C. don't really seem to care. That was until a plane load of these people entering the United States illegally ended up in Martha's Vineyard. 